The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows, all you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. Set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I'm doing spectacularly. I just got some really good sex advice with a ice cream innuendo. <laughs> and I feel like it's life changing. I feel like um, a whole new door is open up to me. I also got some random advice about condoms for some strangers in the store. How awkward. I would die. Uh, yeah, but you know what? As long as my night's the perfect night with a mystery girl that I don't even know their last name, then it has to be good. Oh my gosh, I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, yeah. This this episode is a mess. It's a mess. It very much is. We're going to have to get into all of this. But it's going to be fun because it's such a mess. Andy has returned. We're going to get into all of it. (laughs) The good, the bad, and the much, much worse. (laughs) 
I wanted her back, just not like this. Yeah, no one not, wanted her back. Not like this. this. Not like this. No, they're like, oh, your favorite character. Let's just shove them into the ground. How's that for you? <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah. stomp on a couple times. Uh, yeah. yeah, welcome back, Andy. Face smashed into a mud pit. Right. Yeah. Now remember how last week I was like, I don't understand why Andy is making that face in the credits. Um, yeah, now you the know. Intro. Now I know. She's like, ooh, She's like, like I'm, oh, a, this I'm a cheater. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a cheater. Like, oh, the storyline kind of stinks. Oh, my now hair is looking shitty. Yeah, it all makes sense now. I have no more questions, really. Yeah, we were like, Andy, I love in our like season two recap podcast. We're like, Andy is the top at the top. She's MVP. And then it's just like, as soon as the season starts, well, just like plummets okay. to the ground. I mean, I have opinions. Um, oh, well, yeah. Well, We'll get in. We'll get into all of it and that storyline. Are you not letting me have my opinions? Not no, yet, because I was going to ask you how your week was. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know how my week was. Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it was like nothing to report. Uh, how about mm-hmm. you? I was in Vermont. I just got back. Um, mm-hmm. and I messaged you last night because I right. had to go to like a company event, basically. Um, and it was themed and I did not know that it was themed up until I got there and I got there and I walk in and I was like, oh, this is quite funny because the theme was the 90s and Wild. no one knows I have a 90s podcast at my job, which made it so much better. I think it's so impressive that no one's doxed you. The only one of my coworkers knows and she doesn't work in Vermont and she's not on my team. Um, and the only reason she knows is because she is the sole co-worker that I am Facebook friends with. Mm. Um, and I don't know. I think I added her a while back because she has a cute dog and I wanted to be able to see photos. Yeah. Well, at least, you know, that tracks my mind. Um, but yeah, funny, funny stuff. And I got a bunch of 90s candy. I got some like Laffy Taffy's bazooka, gummy bears, gummy worms, like the candy wow. necklaces, pop rocks, all that stuff. Got um got like a very uh I, I could post a picture on social media but yeah I got um like a fun Saved by the Bell style hat I stole one for you as well thank you I got some slap bracelets which I think are more two thousands in the nineties but that's fine um mm-hmm. yeah you're not very Googleable have you ever Googled yourself. Not in a long while. I think if you Googled my name plus the word podcast, you would probably find us. But if you Mm. just Googled me, I don't know how much you would find. Okay, so Jessica Sterling, you're definitely not, no offense, you're not the most successful Jessica Sterling. (laughs) Like there's a doctor and then there's like a photographer. Well, that's fine. They should be more famous than I am. Uh, Jess Sterling, you're more easily found... Your Twitter is the first thing that comes up with Jess Sterling. Okay. And then if you scroll to the last thing, it's um, you do come up with podcast. Oh, um, no. And then actually, like, our appearance with our friend Cody Patterson on the um, America's Got Talent podcast. Oh, that comes up? That comes up. now. Interesting. Actually, I'm, my wedding website comes up, too, and I don't know why, like... I didn't close that. <laughs> Have you ever Googled me? No, I should though. Let's Why? see. I I mean I've Googled you before. It's Have been, you? Like, I feel like this is a practice. Like I've probably pretty much Googled all my friends. 
That's very funny. Like, so, okay, your Twitter comes up right away. It's the first thing. Right. And your Instagram comes up right away. And your what LinkedIn. Else? All of this yep. is actually you. Yes. Um, as well as the podcast thing. Wow, you're very Googleable. Who knew? I'm Googleable. Oh my I'll- gosh, yeah, there's a ton of photos and everything. Very yeah. hyper. Oh my God, you have bangs in this photo. Girl. Yeah. What is you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. Your hair is brown and you have bangs. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was a choice. <laughs> and this is one of those photos where because no one's looking at this. So basically, Sarah has very like piecemeal bangs. Okay, um, because I couldn't rock that. I have very thin hair as I talk about sometimes. Yeah. So I can't like do a bang. No, they're so not like chunky. Yeah. That's all the bangs that and I have. And you have a middle part. Your hair is right. like pretty short and it's in like a lower pony to the side. It's yeah. a black and white photo, except. Mm-hmm. except for Sarah's blue eyes, which she's like, and she's staring directly in the camera and she's like, bitch, I know you see my eyes are blue, bitch. Yeah. Like that is, that is the vibe. This is uh, taken in my college dorm. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you're very Googleable. I am not as I yeah. like it. I'd rather not oh. be Googleable, but I guess it's only a real worry if I move jobs and they Google me. How embarrassing for yeah, me. So very Googleable. <laughs> So, yeah, I ended up at a 90s party and no one knew I had a 90s podcast, but it was very funny, very funny. Yeah. And I immediately messaged you and Will and you both are like freaking out about it. It was very. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like very ironic and you got free stuff and I love swag. I did get free stuff. I love swag. He was like, I want a hat. And I was like, oh, my God, we could share the hat I got because I'll never wear it. I mean, I'll wear it if like we do something where we need to dress like what we podcast about i don't know why we would ever need to do that but mm-hmm. now we have it um well let let me know audience if you ever want us to go live on twitch would oh you my do god that? i would do that i mean i go live yeah. on twitch every week for other stuff so yeah and then we can wear the hats and then we can go live on twitch i that don't know be fun every once in a while to do yeah a, a live pod we um, can do an ama Ooh. I wish that should go on our list where we were discussing um, when Sarah comes to visit me in New York, um, we were going to do a podcast and we were like, well, let's do a poll and let the listeners decide and submit. You know what? Listeners, submit suggestions if you have any as to what you would want us to record. Um, But some of the ideas we did have were like um, like a random movie um, just banter, I think, was one of the ideas I had. Just like just solely banter. We could do like an AMA type of thing. That could yeah, be fun. That could go in with the banter. Yeah. yeah, that could easily come up. But yeah, if you have suggestions on what you'd like us to do, if you know when Sarah comes to visit and we're in person again, definitely shout those those out. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I um, have um, some like uh, opinions about the theme songs still. Oh, amazing. Okay. Okay. So first and foremost. Um, last week we talked about Temi telling us that um, Joey like swung her hair yes. and hit Dawson. Um, that's actually the season two theme, oh. not the season three theme. Got it. So okay. yeah, which is so funny that I've never really like noticed that because it's extremely apparent that she like smacks her hair in his face, yeah. which is hilarious. But. In addition to that, Temi also brought up a very interesting fact um, from EW Magazine or EW.com. 
they stated in this article that I found that Paula Cole's I Don't Want to Wait is back as the theme. However, it's not the original recording. Oh. So Temi says that in his opinion, the there's more echoing vocals in the beginning. The over is different. So maybe that's why I was so sensitive about the I don't want to wait. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. And the finish is slightly more understated. The singer's voice can change over time. So uh, Timmy likes this version. Hmm. And um, I guess I would need to listen to both like back to back to really know. It's like on Taylor Swift when she re-recorded her entire album. Yeah. Or she's going to continue doing that. Like, there's definitely differences in the songs. Well, yeah, her voice is older now, too. So, very interesting. In addition, in addition, Stefan wrote to us and said in the the point of what which one is better, the old theme song or the new theme song Mm -hmm. that got fired and is now back to the original theme song. So, Stefan says both are great songs. I prefer I Don't Want to Wait as a song by far but the head in the cloud song is better as a theme song it's softer and that's what i had in every episode on my first watch so um, oh right yeah because it's i think it's one of those things though where like if you had i don't want to wait when you originally watched the show i feel like you're nine times out of ten gonna prefer that one yeah so um you know any any other people that want to put their vote yeah, in, weigh in weigh in let us know um about the theme song watch the uh, opener for season two again to watch uh joey smack <laughs> yeah. dawson in the Amazing. face with her hair he deserves it <laughs> i mean not Fantastic. season two not season two. no but i'm sure he's gonna piss us off a ton in season three so i don't want to wait okay um, it's fine. Right. Are we right. ready to get into this week's episode? Let's go. Season three, episode two, homecoming. Uh, we start off at school. Pacey's stomach hurts because he's going to see Andy in six hours. Oh, my gosh. Oh my were you gosh. so excited when you were like, 80s back this episode? I was surprised. I didn't think that we we're going to get her back this soon. You thought like by episode five or five, something like I that. I thought that they're going to drag it out um, a little bit. But I was, yeah, I was excited. Um, I thought that uh, Pacey's whole thing where he literally held his stomach physically mm-hmm. for the whole scene. For the whole scene was a little <laughs> dramatic, just mm-hmm. saying. Uh, but he's very nervous. And so the arrangement is, is that he gets to pick up Andy as a surprise from the inpatient facility that she's been staying with mm-hmm. um, or staying in. And then Joey is coming with. And this was um, originally the plan was was her father was going to pick her up the next day. Right. But he's allowing Pacey to pick her up early. Um, and like, yeah, I guess Joey is coming with because she wants to like see Andy. And I'm like, they were not that close. But what? like, apparently she sure. really missed her. Um, yeah. Pacey uh, wants to know what's going on with Bus Girl because yeah, she's <laughs> missing in action and keeps keeps disappearing. And Dawson can't find her anywhere. She he even checked the strip joint and apparently Eve is a temporary attempt at the strip joint. Who knew strip clubs had temp like temps? 
<laughs> who knew? I don't know. Who who did know? Uh, and he, so, yeah. yeah. So Pacey calls her the ultimate transitional woman. The last thing Dawson needs is to get emotionally involved again. So she's mm-hmm. a gift from the gods only to be explored sexually. I agree. I don't think that Eve is a relationship No, type she's a of rebound. Girl. Like, that's all Pacey has to say is... You know, yeah, we got we got we have to talk in filigree. We do here. Um, And then all of a sudden Dawson is gone. And I feel like I've seen this. Okay, so we haven't gotten to do this movie yet because we couldn't find it online. I'm dying to do Drive Me Crazy um, because that is like one of my favorite rom coms from when I was a teenager. Uh, It's like one of those like not very good movie, but I really liked it. And um, this same exact thing happens in that film where Eve pushes Dawson into a closet and starts like making out with him. First of all, first of all, bitch, how did you get in here? You don't go to school here. Who let you in the building? Uh, Apparently she does go to school there. I don't know if if that's true. This is she can't work at a strip club and be in high school at the same time. She says I that she is a student and he calls her old. Uh, yeah. She's like, oh, I thought you were at least. And she's like, watch it. Yeah. Um, don't say it. But yeah, because yeah, being 21 is so fucking old. Eve, get over it yourself. Mm, yeah. Not. Yeah. I don't know. I was taking her seriously. How does she know what like the the history teacher's name is? Listen, or the bio name. She's a straight up creep. Let's just call it yeah. out. She like semi stalks Dawson. But, like, gives him no information about herself. is very weird. Um, and she says, I'm just a girl standing in a janitor's closet asking you to kiss her. Uh, okay. Whatever. Um, the bell rings and she says, late for bio. And, like, asks for his last name. Um, she, like, disappears. And that's when Dawson runs into Mr. Leary and the principal who are, like, very excited. There's a pep rally tomorrow and they need an otter student. They need his help. So they're going to see him at 3 p.m. To, to get his help. It's, like... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a a lot of hubbub going on in this episode. I know this. This. Okay. And this Lots is where. Lots of mumblings. Yeah. And this is where I feel like this episode and last episode. Like I feel like even if you didn't know that Kevin Williamson like left the show and everything. It's very obvious that it has such a different tone. Because last like season or maybe it was season one like pep rallies were spoken of but it was like nobody ever went to them we never saw them we never saw sports being played like none of that actually happened in this episode it feels very high school tropey to have like a pep rally in football yeah yeah this show is now friday night lights yeah it feels like a different show one million percent right so um then we cut to Mr. McPhee is back and he's getting served tea by Grams. And he's like, oh, thank you for like handling Jack. And Grams is like, well, after Jennifer, having Jack was like boarding St. Francis. So, <laughs> so rude. Grams, <laughs> give Jen more credit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Always no, the no, no, no. Jack is a little saint. So Andy's yes. getting in tonight. As we were saying before, Pacey's surprising her. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently she, according to the doctors, they made a full co- recovery. Um uh, but, you know, with mental illness, and this is true, you have your good days, you have your bad days. Right. You can have episodes. So, but at this time, apparently she's doing well. And he even moved his business to Cape Side. So this I don't is, know yeah. why he couldn't do this, like, 
three months ago when the kids were begging yes. him. But now all of a sudden he's like, I'm a good guy. I'm letting Andy come home and I'm moving my business. And see, I'm not a fucking jerk off. Like It makes no sense. Kids. There's no mention of their mother and what's going on with her. We don't get an update on her. And no. yes, yeah, suddenly he's just willing to move back to Cape Side. It's very strange and very sudden and kind of out of nowhere. We don't really get any t- sort of feeling on why he's made this decision all of a sudden it I don't know like maybe he finally something clicked when Andy was away for so long to get help mm-hmm. I don't know but apparently he's moving back um and Jack says oh let's wait till the weekend to like move my stuff back in no worries and his dad oh my god like because you think that like oh great his dad's not such a dick anymore like maybe this season we can like him nope because he says that he thinks it's better if he stays with Grams and Jack so you know you don't want me home and he's like well you have a situation that works for you um and I think that and and it's weird because it's like it's like the show wants us to like Mr. McPhee um because he says like oh you're going through some changes and changes that you have every right to make that would be better without me around and it's like they it's like they're like straddling the line it's like they're trying to make Mr. McPhee into this nice guy for like letting his son live somewhere else because essentially he's homophobic and cannot handle that his son is gay Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the narrative is that over the summer he's done some soul searching and he respects it, but doesn't accept it or accepts it, but doesn't it respect it. Like he, like he's that. like, it's OK, like that you're gay because, you know, you're it's who you are. However, I still don't think we should be under the same roof. Right. And then we'll get into later on what happens towards the end of the episode. And like, like, again, I really think the show wants us to like Mr. McPhee, even though I still don't like him. I feel like it's really fucking mean to be like, oh, your sister can come live with me, but you can't simply because you're gay. Like, that's pretty much what he's saying. If you really boil it down. Right. It is like a like half step better than what he right. was saying last season, but no, no, it's still it's, trash. It's still, not, it's still trash. So Jack's obviously offended by this. So he's like, you know, um, you know, you make decisions that like that aren't great that affect me, and since I still live here, then like just please leave. Yeah, and he Meanwhile, does. we have Pacey and Joey arriving at the facility, and the receptionist lady is not letting her, um, letting him in to see Andy because she's supposed to leave tomorrow, and visiting hours are over, and the only person that can sign herself out is Andy herself, but, like, Pacey, it's supposed to be a surprise, and Pacey is, like, not... Um, able to talk to her, blah, 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 blah. I felt like this scene was extremely reminiscent of Pacey um, helping Joey um, on season one, episode 13, where they were visiting her dad at the jail and like she couldn't get in to talk to him. But because like Joey goes and speak talks or like distracts, distracts yeah. the um the receptionist lady and it was very reminiscent of Pacey doing that for well I think that he handed the security guard a 20 but it's, it was very rem- no, but reminiscent it felt very you're it right a, it, it, yeah it was a parallel of each other yes and this so basically Pacey sneaks by because I guess like 
Andy needs to approve leaving early. Yes. So he needs to speak. It's all backwards. But I don't understand why Andy's dad couldn't have called and been like, hey, heads up. Well, um, yeah, I guess. So um, Joey goes to the lady and she's like, I need to go see a doctor as soon as possible. And they're like, we don't take walk-ins. And she's like, but I have psychiatric concerns. I love when she like just sits down on the desk and like yeah. stretches out like it's going to be a while. Like yeah, that like, was if, a very you know nice what? touch. If, you're, if I can't talk to a doctor, then you're going to help me because I have yes. problems, lady. And she basically starts telling her like her entire life story, which Nothing is she like, even lied about. Yeah. Nothing like, she all of this is true. And then like I love how like the receptionist lady just like puts her hand on her chin like, and just she's like interested. leans in. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is a mess. Yeah, but you and, do have some issues. Yeah. And Pacey's like on the ground, like army crawling to yeah. the door to go upstairs and talk to Andy. Yeah. Um, cut back to the principal's office. So Dawson is in there um, at 3 p.m. He's talking to the, print, the new principal. Um, he needs they need to like recut some footage for the pep rally and they want Dawson to be the one to edit it. And like Dawson basically is like, oh, so this is like propaganda because they haven't won a game in like forever. And he compares it to the Nazis. I, th- I like, mean, I think this is a little off base, Dawson, just fucking like edit the footage so i know loser he's like he has like such a hoity-toity attitude about shit sometimes yeah he does. and it's like dawson just fucking get just agree to do it's it and get out of there principle like come on yeah, you want to like, make a good impression the good side of the new principle right um, um, until he sees Eve outside and he's just like immediately agrees to it because he like wants to get out of there Um, So he has to chase down Eve and he's like, you know, I'm not going to chase you anymore. Um, And she basically comes back with like, well, you compare every relationship to your first one. It took you all of five seconds to like tell me about Joey on the bus. And she asks if he's over her and he says, yes, yes. And she's like, oh, I don't buy it. And she turns out she loves dishonesty. Like, girl. (laughs) Girl, you have uh, that's sexy issues, that you lied you? to me. Yeah, that's sexy that you lied to me. I love dishonesty. It's like this fucking lady. She seriously <laughs> needs some therapy. Like, what are you talking? She about? is just a constant spiral. What do you think her astrological sign is? Oh god, she's, she's either like a Scorpio or an Aquarius. I was gonna. Okay, so yes, my top three picks would be. Aries, Scorpio, or Aquarius. Yeah, I was going to... Because I think she might have some water. And if she's watery, she's a Scorpio. Because she's fucking... No offense, Scorpios. But she got some issues. No, she's intense. Just say that. (sighs) She is intense. She's passionate. Um, Yeah. What else turns you... And he says, what else turns you on? And she says, sex, Dawson. Like, (laughs) bitch, smack us over the face with it. Why don't you? Like, we get it. She's supposed to be the sex symbol. We get it. You don't need to shove it in. It's like, you know how they say in film, like, show, don't tell? Yeah. Literally, they're like, they just tell us everything. They're like, oh, sex, sex. By the way, Eve, sexy. Eve is sexy. You know, inspirational, Eve. I had no idea that sex was sexy. Thank goodness you (laughs) told me. Because otherwise, I would have just been... You know, running circles in, yeah. in confusion. Like, what can possibly turn me on? Can't possibly be sex. Uh, um, yeah, no, she's extremely one-dimensional, uninspired. Um, too much. Yeah. Uh, so she says, um, and he's like, you know, I, 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 
he's like, I don't want to just have sex with somebody. Like, I don't know anything about you. Like, you yeah. know, you know, no first date, no months of gained to know each other. And she's like, those are small town rituals for small town girls. Let's face it, Dawson, we're hot for each other. And it'll help you get over Joey. Uh, and he's like, you're on. And she's like, I'll name the time. I'll name the place. Just you take care of getting prepared. And then he's like, how do I find you? And she's like, you don't I'll find me, you. Dawson. I find you. <laughs> it's way too much. This uh, yeah. woman is so OTT. I cannot handle yeah. it. Yeah, this is very. Remember in Sex in the City where Carrie didn't have Big's number and she's like he can find me but I can't find him yes he can reach me but I can't reach him it's very that it is very that yes um so more on that later because we're gonna go back to the uh the the facility here that Andy's in and we see Andy for the first time um she's on a bed talking to some guy did you immediately get bad vibes absolutely First and foremost, this room, though, is decked out. Did you see that bed? That was, like, at least a king-size bed. That was a big-ass bed. It was a four-poster bed with, like, fancy quilts. Like, Andy, you got, like, the best room in the house, boo-boo girl. Like, how'd you do it? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, bad vibes right away. Um, You don't hang out with another boy on your bed that's a big no-no don't hang out i don't invite any other boys to my bed um that's for sure i don't even want my friends to sit on my bed anymore when we were teenagers like your friends were in your bed like you're just like chilling but now don't go near my bed i'm going to tape my bed with caution tape do not go near my bed you're not allowed but they are teens and he is sitting on her bed um, and like when she sees because I mean you got the vibes immediately right like when she sees Pacey yeah. she looks like surprised but not like not happy surprised way. like yeah. guilty surprised yeah this um, dude this dude that's Mark. sitting on this bed Mark he looks like number one he's like three feet tall <laughs> number two he looks like a just like a country club like piece Ooh, of shit kid okay all right like, and his hair's stupid. And she has her stupid hair in these little, like, piglet, these, piggy like, long stockings. tiny, tiny braids. Like, the yeah. tiniest braids of all time ever. So, automatically, like, bad vibes all around. Yeah. Um, she, you know, is happy to see him, kind of. Like, she says I mean, that he, she like, is. He picks her up and he, like, spins her. Yeah. And she doesn't really, I don't know, she doesn't have the right reaction. And on top of yeah. that, she says, oh, I thought my dad was going to pick me up tomorrow. Like, uh, that's yeah. not a good sign. If it was me and I was excited, I would yelp. There would be, yeah. like, a, a, a yelping, automatically yeah. a first kiss right away. Yes. Well, that... And, and then Mark has to leave for dinner and he's like, talk soon, I hope. And she's like, we'll talk soon. And there's such a moment like, and it's like whispering to each other. Yes. And it's like, Andy, what are you doing? Like your boyfriend is literally in this room. What are you doing? Yeah. And then Joey like comes and sees like this interaction automatically knows it's awkward. And Andy is more excited to see Joey than she is Pacey. She's like, oh, my God, you're here, too. Yeah, it's really awkward. It, like, something is up. We all know it from the first second that scene starts. 
Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, just to get back to more high school tropes, um, they're at cheerleading here. Um, and Jen is, of course, captain. Like, we all know she's the queen of the pom-poms. Yeah. And uh, they're horrible. They don't have a great attitude. And Jack says they aren't peppy enough. Apparently, they only want to do nasty, sardonic cheers. And they have no identity. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we see Jack like repeatedly catching a football here. It's like, again, this show right now. Just like hit me over the head. Hit with me it. over the oh, head. Oh, he can, obviously. he can catch a football. It's like they needed to show us him catching a football three fucking times for it to slam into our heads enough times. The like, first Jesus. time he caught the football, I was like, oh, OK, so he's good at football. Yes, he's going to be on the team. And then we see a um, new guy, Henry. We'll talk about him a little bit. Yeah, um, he's being just like a whiny bitch because he's like, put me in, coach. Like, I'm a freshman. Like, I can do it. Let me let me play. He's a and, freshman. Like, yeah. Mitch is like, you remind me of my son Dawson. Please go away. And he is like a mini Dawson. Yeah, he's like, but good at sports. Yeah, believe in me. So, yeah, like, Jack is, like, talking about how he wishes they'd go home. And then, like, blah, 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 football, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he keeps catching the football. Like we say, Mitch gets a hard-on because he's like, oh, my God, someone's actually catching a ball. Yeah. And to be continued of what happens with Jack and the football. Um, now we get the super awkward scene at the pharmacy where Dawson is buying a ton of stuff yes. solely to buy condoms. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's what. OK, well, that's the actual trick. If you are like embarrassed to buy condoms, what you need is just to buy a whole heap of random stuff so that it's just like slips in there. That's yeah. what it is. Except they're not behind the counter, so he doesn't. He needs to go buy them what in like is a this, separate Seven Eleven. Like, why? Why are you asking for condoms behind the counter? Yeah, exactly. Go buy them in the aisle. And of course, he says like condoms aisle six, and he like screams it. The the cashier. Yeah. Um. So he's standing there staring, and we get these creepo people who are just like, "Big night, are you stocking up? Yeah. Like what a little the bit of both. Fuck." Yeah, and then we have like this. He's like, "Oh, ribs, non-rib, lubricated, non-lubricated, yeah, sheepskin, yeah. extra sensitive, glow in the dark." And uh-huh. then we have like this other guy who's like, "Oh, the glow in the darks don't even work." And we have this other lady who's like, "Oh, make sure you get this kind. She'll the really brown like it." Betty, I looked it what up. What the fuck is that? I looked it up. And I don't think this is a real thing. I don't know it what brown sound- Betty is. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't want to name anything condom related brown anything. Yep. Yep. Ugh. No. But yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Are yeah, the brown Bettys doing? are mind altering. So they all pick up the brown Bettys. Yes. But I mean, I thought like <laughs> I thought this was like kind of a funny scene. It's awkward. Like buying condoms for the first time in your life is so awkward. I don't know if you remember, but I certainly remember. And it's it is it is embarrassing. To, I think like, I always made my it. boyfriend uh, pick them up, to be honest. Well, OK. I mean, well, I would have boss. if he didn't. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not like I was. So you're saying that you've never bought condoms in your entire life? Oh, no, I definitely have. OK, well, I remember when I was buying condoms when I was back in my day and it was embarrassing. And it's always like you always feel like it's a, it's a spectacle. Like, of course. Yeah. So I felt like it was kind of relatable because, I mean, nobody was giving me advice, but. I had like an older friend that I think was giving me advice. And it's like the same friend that told me, like, if you're too embarrassed to buy them in the store and you have to have like somebody else buy them for you or something, then you're too young to be having sex. Yeah. 
That was the advice that I was given. But uh, <laughs> I remember like the first one of the first times I bought them, the dude was like, oh, yeah, like and I you know what? Never mind. <laughs> we can save that story for another day. Um, Moving what on. What I will say is that the older that you get, the less you give a shit about what you're buying. Like, I don't care. Like, what is the, the cashier? I care. going to judge me? Oh, oh I don't care stuff? that I'm buying. No, no, no. I don't care. I thought I thought you said what I'm buying. Like, I thought you meant, like, the particular type. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm... <laughs> no. I was I like, I was like, like, no, no, no. I'm not buying Durex, ma'am. <laughs> no, I just meant, like, what I'm buying in general. Like, literally okay. yesterday... I get it. No, I agree. Yeah. Yesterday, I bought tampons, Midol, and M&M's. And it was like, yeah, this is my day today. Like, test me, bitch. You were rocking it out. I was. Um, so we're back uh, where Andy is. And um, they're packing up PC's car. And but, like, they're using file boxes. Like, when you get, like, fired yes. from your job, <laughs> yes. like, those, like, file boxes. Like, oh, crap. Got to put, like, my, yeah. like, my cat clock in here and my, like, sticky notes. <laughs> it's, like, this is what they're, like, leaving the the facility with. So they're packing up the car. Yeah. And um, not subtly at all, Casey's just, like, Hmm, Mark seems like a nice guy. Yeah, what's he in for is what he said. And yeah. Andy's like, that's private. You're not supposed to ask that. Which, like, fair enough. Um, but Pacey's like, oh, it's just weird that, you know, you seem so close, but you've never mentioned him in any of your emails or letters. And Andy asks if he's jealous. And Pacey, and I like this answer from Pacey. Because he says, how can I not be? You got to, He got to spend every day with you. He got to hear all your stories. Like, I don't. It's better for him to say this than to say, no, I'm not jealous. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this mm-hmm. is a truthful, honest answer. And, like, I can't really blame him for feeling not even, like, jealous of, like, any type of romantic connection, but jealous that Andy would get to spend so much time with someone other than him. Right. Yeah. Um. I think that makes sense that his red flags went up right away. My fucking red flags went up and I'm not dating Andy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I do like how Joey's like supportive and it's just like, guys, like, yeah, you know, like, don't be jealous. And they like they finally kiss and she's like, yes, finally, the reunion kiss that we've all been waiting for. Like, now let's go home. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, so then we're back at the freaking football. Yeah. Field. Yeah. Uh, the note says Mitch football shit. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, apparently, like the quarterback got hurt. Like, I did not see this. Or well, I think the it, no, I think it was like they're like, OK, we're going to do a touch game. And oh, so this is like an audition. They're like, yes. oh, if you I'm so sick of you whining because you remind me of Dawson that I'm just going to let you like play. Right. And he so he's giving Henry a chance and Henry is like, oh, I'm going to call in a ringer. And that's when we see Jack is playing. I guess I guess Henry yeah. was like paying attention. So Jack is wide receiver. Henry's quarterback. <laughs> How Henry, did you know that he was wide receiver? Because that's what he did. He ran and he caught the ball. I don't know what that means. Well, it's a football term. I know uh, some stuff. And then says, and then my note says, blah, blah, football stuff, and Jack is good. Here's the funny thing is when I watched this part of the episode, I was like, neither Sarah nor I are going to give two fucking shits about any of these scenes with the football shit, and I don't care. Yeah, long story short, Henry throws the ball. Jack catches it. Jack is good. Those are the notes I wrote. So is there like a narrow receiver? 
I don't think so. You just go wide. No one goes narrow. <laughs> Again, such a sports podcast. You know, we are coming up on like, I mean, well, we're kind of already in like football season, but like, I feel like October yeah. is like the big football season. I don't even know um, any, I don't know any of the positions besides quarterback. Um, do you and, think I could name five positions? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Doggy style. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, um, go, go. Hold on. Uh, okay, quarterback, wide receiver, tight end. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> these are one. sex positions. Okay. Uh, running back. Running back. And defensive mm. end. I think defensive end is one. I can't validate that. I don't no, know. No, of what course. That... But oh, kicker. Kicker. That's definitely one. Okay, that would be my job. You get. <laughs> the kicker is like the least valued player because all they do is like kick field goals and like yeah. no one respects them. Right. Yeah. That's what that, I understand. Is that like the equivalent in baseball when you get out uh, outfield? Yes. Love it. Same thing. Um, um but yeah. Team. So you know what? We really missed out on an opportunity because like October is like football month and we could have covered we could cover little giants, but it's also Halloween month. So maybe next year. Um, let's see. So, yeah. So then we're back. At the, they keep, like, bouncing all around this episode as well. It's like, can we stay on one scene for more than five seconds? Mm-hmm. Um, so, right. So they're in the car now, Joey and Andy and Pacey. And this is some fun little, like, information we get about the characters. Is Pacey's like, oh, you know, what music do you want to listen to? Joey wants to listen to alternative. Pacey mm-hmm. wants classic rock. I feel like this fits. Yeah. Yeah. I like um, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, meanwhile, Andy is straight up crying. I She's love. Like, oh, I'm just excited to go home, bitch. Yeah. Fix your fucking face, then. I love being a dramatic bitch and crying while looking out of a car window. There's nothing I love more than doing that because it's just like such the vibe. Sarah, you're just you're it, like. Listen, I'm in a movie. That's yes. how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. I knew yeah. it. Oh like, God. especially if you have, like, music playing in your headphones and you're just, like, looking out. Oh, and if it's raining, oh, that's the vibe. And then you're this just, like. This is the most Pisces shit I've ever heard in my entire life where you're, like, getting off on crying in the car like a fucking movie. You're just, like, yeah. yes, this is so sad. Yeah, no, it's so satisfying. So I love that Andy is doing this. She's just crying out the window. Um PC knows something's wrong still. He's yes. not an idiot. Nope. Um, and then we cut to the next day. Andy is at school and Jack really missed her. And PC's like, hey, get your hands off my girlfriend. Hey, get your hands off my sister. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then, yeah. Um, and PC wants to have like romantic date night that night because it's Friday. And Andy wants to like hang out in a group with the creek creeps and jack uh, promised jen that he's gonna go to the pep rally anyway and pacey's like um and andy's like yeah like then let's go to the pep rally that sounds fun and then pacey's like hello don't you remember we're losers and we don't like anything yeah um it's so obvious to anybody who's watching this that andy is voiding being alone with pacey because he really wants to like be romantic go back to their spot by like on the docks and like hang out alone and get some alone time and andy's like very much avoiding him she not only that he she kisses him on the fucking cheek like holy shit andy Mm. like just dagger to the heart of poor pacey yeah pacey Uh, definitely thinks that she's trying to avoid 
being alone with him. And she's like, no, but like we can be alone like after, after the pep rally or tomorrow. And then we have like the pacey worried face. Like, ooh, like we get that a lot. It's like this episode, the pacey worry face. Yeah. Um, um, more fucking football nonsense. Basically, Coach Leary says Jack did a great job. He wants him to join the team. Jack says that he's gay, so it would be like a soup, like an invitation for ridicule. Basically, in a perfect world, it wouldn't matter. Um, and basically, Mister Leary is like, you know what? I got the job on a lark. You know, no one wanted this job. I took it. Now, with you on the team, I actually have a shot of winning. And I think you could win, too. You could have a win, too. Let's just make this about me, actually. Let me guilt <laughs> you. Look, I got cheated on Jack last year. You remember. <laughs> yeah, everybody and knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> everybody, yeah. Like, and everybody in Cape Side in our town, like, looks at me, like, as a sad fuck. Now, yeah. you can help me not be a sad fuck. So put yourself at risk and come join the team with me because you need a win too. It's like actually Jack is living his best life right now. Yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. But again, here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. Um, and then we this is are- a cracked out scene too. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is also stupid. So Dawson is basically like packing up his car for the night, and Jen. Like, he drops, of course, the sole bag that has the condoms in them. And, of course, Jen is walking by, picks up the bag, and, like, a nosy Snoopy bitch that she is fucking peeks in that shit and sees condoms. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, who's the lucky girl? And Dawson won't tell tell her. And Jen's like, oh, you've changed. And she asks, and this is such a creepy scene, she asks if he's ready uh, for this time. And she says, sex isn't a one-way street. There will be expectations. And so he asks for, you know, the hot tips. And she says, well, virgins go too slow or too fast. Which do you think you are? Uh, this uh, this is a good point, by the way. That it's, virgins go too slow or too fast? Yeah. It's, Fair. I think it's true. So, um, and he's, and she's like, I, I don't, he's like, I don't know which one I would be. And he's like, okay, so like when you have an ice cream cone and it's melting and starts getting like on your ha- hands and stuff, do you like lick it? Or do you just like take a big bite out of it? And he's like, I take a big bite out of it. And he's like, okay, so you're the type that goes too fast. I don't understand this, by the way. Like, if it's an ice cream sundae and you don't have a spoon. It's an ice cream cone. Oh, and she, she said ice cream sundae. A sundae is well, not a cone. She, she doesn't. She's lactose intolerant. Like, how do you expect her to know anything <laughs> okay, so about this ice is cream? Ice cream on a cone. Do you lick ice it or bite cone. it? Yeah, do you lick it it or bite it? What kind of psychopath bites ice cream? Uh, What kind of psychopath bites string cheese? It's the same thing. It's not the same thing. String cheese is freezing fucking cold. So, and then she goes into this monologue. Um, And it's almost (laughs) too creepy to recite. But I have no shame. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to bury myself alive on this podcast. Bury yourself. (sighs) Gosh, okay. First, you have to <laughs> admire the Sunday, watch the Sunday, and then just before it's about to drip, you gently lick, let your lips lick around the exterior, savoring every inch. You want to make sure that Sunday lasts a long time, but not too long, because otherwise it ends up all over the table instead of your mouth. But Dawson, if you remember one thing, let it be this. If you don't get the whipped cream all over your face, you're not doing it right. What the fuck show are we watching? 
I understand everything she's saying, and it makes me feel disgusting. Thank you. This is fucking strange. But it's like, not even sex this is advice. A, no, this it's, is a different show at this point. Like, this is yeah. not, to me, everything about this show right now is so in your face and over the top. Jen would, this is not what Jen would say. Jen would go on a rant, but not like this. Not like super, super sexual innuendo type of stuff. Yeah, it this this was interesting. It was it was interesting. I don't have much to say about it because I just you just said everything. I just repeated. I just repeated it. Yeah, Uh, Um, the pep rally. This well before we get to the pep rally, let's go to a quick ad break, and when we come back, we'll get to the pep rally. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, we're back. <laughs> it's pep rally time. Are you excited? This is the best pep rally I've ever been to. It is a raging good time. We get Jen, the punk rock cheerleader, who's like not peppy at all with her little crimps doing like little fishnets. like go team, go team. Yeah, then, it's terrible. you know, they like introduce the team, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Pacey, Joey, and Andy there, and like Joey and Pacey are like, let's leave. And Andy's like, no, I want to stay. They see Jack, everyone's cheering. And then it's like, when did this happen? And then I hate this line. Uh it it's a shitty line. Uh Jen's a cheerleader, Jack's on the football team. Oh, okay, I got insane and everybody else went crazy. I feel like this is such like a a kick in the face to Andy. Like, yeah, she doesn't ever want to be like I was crazy. Like, I feel like this is very out of character for her. She's, like, trying to say it like it's funny, but it's, like, really not funny. It's not funny. And not not only that, but, like, this is the kind of shit that, like, her, them, the writers even writing this line proves how off base this show is right now. The fact that Jack is playing football, Jen is a cheerleader, and they had Andy cheat on Pacey. Like, this show is all Uh, over the place. uh, I, hmm, I don't mind Jack as a, football player i i'm like okay whatever i mean obviously he was more artsy last season but if it's something that he's excited about then sure and i don't mind jen as a cheerleader because i think it's so funny it's like so like fish out of water that i think it's funny yeah fish net out of water fish yeah i think here's the thing i to me i think it's a one or the other not both i think is where i stand 
Make okay. Jen a cheerleader or make Jack a football player. I think I like Jack as a football player more. Um, but choose one or the other, not both. Because to me, we're like getting to the point where we're like, what is this show? When two of our main characters, who neither of which were super involved in group activities and sports in particular. And now mm-hmm. they're both. I, I just think it feels very strange. But how, much, how weirder would it be if Joey was the cheerleader? And then, no, like, I don't want Pacey that either. was the football. I know what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if anybody was to do this it would be like the two people that were like so not in the group last year yeah so no i don't yeah i agree with that but i just think i would rather have just jack as a football player i I hear you um so um then henry is apparently now the starting quarterback uh i don't don't know and then he trips in front of jen and it seems like there's an instant connection like perhaps a new love interest He looks very young, though. He's a Um, freshman. And he stole the golden pom-poms. How dare you? Those are my golden pom-poms. Don't touch them with the crystallized handles. Um, And then there's, like, rockets and confetti. And it's, like, the entire show's budget literally went into this pep rally (laughs) so that it can just be Friday Night Lights. Yes. Um, And Pacey's, like, trying to, like, hug Andy. And she's, like, frisky much? He wants to leave. She doesn't. He's like, I need to talk to you alone right now. Um, And then we see uh, Dawson like watching from backstage as his like the thing he had to cut together is playing. Right. Of course, fucking creepy Eve is popping up around the corner. In the sidelines. And how she gets into the school. She breaks into the school every (laughs) single time. Um, And she's (laughs) and she's like, hey, Dawson, like. Time. Let's let's do it. And he's like, here right now. My video is playing, though. <laughs> yeah, right. What? Dawson, I'm sorry. What are you talking about? See, this to me, the only character they're actually writing pretty spot on is Dawson right now. <laughs> so, my video. I can't get but a blowjob right now. But my it's video. Spielberg's out in the audience watching. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, this is the lamest of lame excuses. And he's like, they say girls like you don't exist. They lie. Oh my! God. I can't with these lines. It's, <laughs> it's so, so much. Funny. Um, it's so bad. It's, it's so funny. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, okay, so, so this, we get we get this intense scene. Okay, did you know let's what was get coming? Into it. Like you uh, knew that yeah. something was up, right? Yeah, like, I'm yeah. assuming you kind of figured that, this was what happened. Yeah, um, yeah, like maybe. Like I kind of felt like maybe she wanted to break up. Like. If it wasn't a breakup, then it was definitely cheating. So PC demands to know what's going on. You've been strange. And I had to beg you to spend free time with you. And she's like, "Um, I don't want to talk about it here. Now is not the right time. He's like, if you're breaking up with me, just doing that. And she's like, that's the last thing I want. Um, And then she's like, a lot happened to me this summer, Pacey. Um, I'll tell you what's going on, but you can't interrupt me until I'm done. I hate okay. when people do this. I'll tell you everything, but you can't be mad. Bitch, that, you can't make that a contingency. Well, she didn't say you can't no, be mad. No, I know, but it feels very similar. Me. Okay, so here we go. This is the thing. There was a cheating situation, guys. A cheating situation. Yep. Um, 
When I went to Mayfield to get better, I wasn't myself anymore. I wasn't the same person who came to Cape Side. I wasn't the girl that you fell in love with. My first week, I met Mark, who had been through everything that I had been through and more. He's been in and out of facilities three times, on and off medications since he was nine. I didn't write to you because I didn't want you to get jealous. We were just friends. Um, we'd spend our free time together just talking endlessly, mostly about our fears. I was so afraid, Pacey, afraid of everything. I was scared. That was never, they were never going to let me out. I was afraid that whatever was broken inside me wouldn't be fixable. And Mark, he understood these things too, like nobody else, because they were his fears too. He even had a girlfriend that he was anxious about um, getting back to. And then he's like, you slept with him? Pacey said that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, we knew immediately afterwards it was wrong for both of us. You slept with him, Andy. Uh, we decided just to continue to be friends and not tell our significant others. But then I saw you. Pacey was the biggest mistake of my life. I can't. Um, I keep thinking right now, what if you can't forgive me? I mean, Pacey, you have to forgive me, please. And then Pacey's like, Rah! and he like slams the doors and leaves. So, so how did you feel after watching this? I felt mad at Pacey. Mad at Pacey? Yeah. How? Because. He sleep with anybody? I'm not mad that she slept with him. I just feel as though he's very, like, aggro. I don't know. Like, I just feel would, as wouldn't though. Wouldn't you be aggro? I would be aggro. I would be more hurt. Like, I would want to know, like, what it was. I guess, like, the, She said what it was. She said, well, okay, so, like, no, no, this is what I mean. Like, apparently they slept together once. One time, yeah. And she didn't think, tell him about it. I think the worst thing is the emotional cheating rather than sleeping with the other person once. Like, having this connection, this deep connection with somebody that's not your significant other. But... She also wasn't communicating with... I mean, I guess they were communicating over the summer. They were emailing and everything. I I would feel so hurt. I think it's both. I think it's she didn't tell Pacey anything about Mark the entire summer. And on top of that, then she gets very, very close to him to the point where, again, you said emotional cheating. Completely agree with that. And then they get physical as well. They act on those emotional desires. And then she never tells Pacey about it up until he... And maybe the move is to wait until well, he arrives yeah, to like tell him. Yeah, like we didn't write a letter like it's like the 16th no, but she, century. No, but she waits far too long. She avoids... She's trying to avoid him so she doesn't have to tell him is the vibe I got. I would be enraged just like Pacey is. I And here's the thing. We can be, I mean, I'll be angry at Andy and everything, but I'm more ang- angry at the writers for doing this to Andy. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I mean, love Andy. Of course. And I don't want to no, be annoyed no, no, with no, no, her. No, of course. Like, of course I'm upset with the writers that they did this with Andy. But yeah. um, I don't know. Like, I don't like that PC just, like, didn't completely hear her out. Like, he they did. didn't have a discussion about it. She said her entire it. story. In my opinion, she was able to get out her entire, the entire thing. He didn't interrupt her beyond saying you slept slept with him that's where he finally interrupted but he mm-hmm. let her get out everything in my opinion once that's done he is free to okay leave. but like let's break this down like you know like th- there's nobody that understands what she's going through besides this loser with a mushroom cut oh like, i'm not disagreeing with that i think i think that like while i'm annoyed at what they did to andy i do think that there's something to the fact that She's kind of sequestered. She can't mm-hmm. see. She can write to Pacey, but she can't see him. And 
Mark is the sole person who understands what she's going through, right? To me, it makes sense that you would feel emotionally connected to somebody who's going through a similar thing as you. It's more for me that she didn't tell Pacey anything about it. Didn't even mention Mark until Pacey What would she even say, though? I don't know. I think you need to say something, though. Okay, we'll get back into this because there's more more to discuss later on. Um, So next scene, Dawson is making out with Eve and they're like butts keep pressing the button that lifts up the screen. Yeah, it was like, oh, is it going to go up? Is it? And then, of course, it's going to. Yeah, everyone in the audience sees them. He's shirtless. She's just in her bra. Um, all the kids are clapping. He's he's going to be like a legend now in school. Even the principal and Mr. Leary are like he, laughing. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, Jen thinks it's hilarious. Um, Joey's obviously appalled. The band is like going off again and they bow and there's confetti. And it just makes me think like last season where there's a rumor about Joey having sex with that like rando guy. Yeah. And how everybody was like, ew, Joey, like, you're, like, a gross hussy. And now, like, Dawson's getting clapped. Oh, yeah. This is just the, yeah, it's toxic masculinity. It's the double standard, of course. Yeah. And Dawson, of course, his smile fades as soon as he sees Joey, who looks fucking miserable. Um, and then we see Eve join Dawson kind of, like, after the pep rally's over. She asks if he's ready, but he says, I'm going home with my dad. Um, he wants to hang out, but he also is like, I don't even know your last name. All I know about you is sex. Who wrote mm-hmm. this? All I know about you is sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so if I had sex with you, it would be the only, like, you know, like, there's no... I don't know you like that would be the only reason and like I want to have a reason to sleep with somebody like aside like and she's like what's the difference um yeah but he wants there to be like a a connection she's like you know what I my first reason was your eyes because when I looked at you I looked into your eyes and I saw such an old soul fucking gag me with a spoon I can't um and her last name is Whitman uh uh-huh but no phone number yet because he has to earn it. How the fuck has he not earned it by now? Eve, what the fuck do you want from him? He crashed he his crashed fucking his boat when you were giving him a boat. blowy. Come on. Yep. Yeah. Um. So Joey gets dropped off by Pacey. They're like, you know what? No burn pep rallies anymore. Like this I know. Like- poor, poor Joey and Pacey. They're both traumatized by their pep rally experience. Yeah. But pa- Joey so, gives him such weird advice. No, really? Because this is like what I felt like. I kind of agreed with Joey. She's like, Pacey, you don't want to hear this right now, but like you have to go and talk to her. And he's like, I so can't even look given, at her right now. He must now. have debriefed her like on the yeah. car, in the car ride or something. Yeah. She's like, you have to, Pacey, you have to hear her out. Um, and he's like, why? What's the difference, Joey? No matter what she says, the ending's still the same. She slept with somebody else. And she's like, you think that just because you two are together, what she did to you hurts more, which... I don't really understand that, but it doesn't. There's no difference, Pacey. I mean, look, she's 16 and you are you and I are just all talk, but we don't know what's going on. We don't have any idea. Uh, I don't know. We're going to screw up a lot, essentially. Yeah, she's saying. we're going to change our minds. Sometimes our hearts. We can offer forgiveness. I did it too late. 
Don't mm-hmm. let yourself get so angry you stop forgiving. The person you love will be gone soon. So basically she's saying. I agree with her. I feel like she's saying like she got her anger clouded her judgment so much but that this is such she a lost. This she is such lost, a different situation. I don't think. I don't know if it really matters. Like, I think it matters because here's the thing. So Joey is saying you have to eventually talk to Andy and forgive her because, you know, I didn't forgive Dawson for what he did with my dad and everything. Like, it took Joey all summer, right? And then it was too late. I think that having someone cheat on you is totally different than have someone, you know, go to the cops because your dad is selling drugs because your life is in danger. Like, they're it's two still completely... betrayal. If you, no, if you but, like, go back to the lowest common denominator, it's betrayal. They're both betrayals. So but there someone are, is betrayal with a thing. different person. It's like you had sex, you emotionally, like, cheated on me. And not only that, but I think, yes, I don't disagree with the fact that Pacey eventually needs to, needs to reach out and, like, talk to Andy. What I disagree with is that he needs to do it immediately. I feel like give him a couple days to cool off a minute because if he meets with Andy now, which we'll see, he's just going to get angry again. Like, I think you need to give him the space and the time, maybe not two months, but at least like a day, you know, I think it's way too soon. A day, fine. But I think that what her message is, is like, don't let your anger cloud your judgment and that and so like you know at least like hearing the person out some more or at least like having a real conversation about what you're feeling because that's what joey wasn't able to do she wasn't able to articulate why she was so upset and mad because she was just fogged so she shut dawson away and that's what Pacey's doing. Like, he didn't even get to, like, say his feelings, too, because he's so mad that he just walked away and but doesn't want to talk to her. But do you think it's better to, like, take a minute to cool down? Like, I, I just feel like it's just how people are different. When I have a problem, I want to deal with it head on. I don't want to go and walk off and be alone with my thoughts. Like, I want to deal with it then and there with my person. And I just try think- to get you might not get to a resolution, but you're going to talk it out. I don't ever need more time. I'm not that type of person. I don't need I time think that, to, to. I mean, I don't think need time, but I think think it's probably better if I have time because if you have a temper which I feel like Pacey does like he's not going to be able to calm down enough to like articulate what he wants to say without being like a little hurtful you know what I mean I think like maybe a, I guess so. thinks he's gonna say I guess so but like I'm thinking about like I don't know I'm thinking like like Andy doesn't have a has a temper like you know she needs she's like me she needs to talk to him right there and try to get a resolution and it might not be fair because the thing is that Andy's anxiety is going to eat her up alive until she has this big conversation with Pacey however so it's really a compatibility thing if you want to like really talk about it because like Pacey would probably need the time alone but during that time alone it's Andy just stirring in her own thoughts and being uncomfortable now you can say like well it's her fault she's the one that cheated 
But it's like it's in my mind, it's like I would want it to just be directly, even if the other person was in the wrong, I would want to deal with it like then and there. Now you would want to cool off or anybody. A lot of people are like that. And it's really just like a compatibility thing. Joey's the type of person that needs to cool off. while Dawson's the type of person that probably would want to directly handle things head on. He doesn't want the space. No, especially not two months of it. Yeah. So really, it's probably like... Like, in a way, it's, like, almost like, okay, then maybe Pacey and Joey are more compatible in that aspect because they're both the type of people that would want to take some space apart so they don't say anything dumb um, or hurtful and then reconvene when things are, like, more calmed down. Like, maybe that's how you would be in your home. In my home, we're both passive people, so we deal with things. We don't take time from each other we discuss things head on right there and then because it's more comfortable for us because we're we're both anxious disasters yeah I think it really depends I just think like bottom line I feel like this is a bit of a different situation than the Joey Dawson one though I understand why Joey is saying that because she has regrets about how she handled it and she doesn't want the same thing for PC and Andy like I get it and here's the thing like Andy is not a terrible person you know people do make mistakes and not only that she was making a mistake during probably the hardest time in her entire life right Mm -hmm. like she was going through the hardest thing she's ever gone through I don't really blame her for making a mistake during that time and but I think completely fair on PC to feel how he wants to feel about it it is fair for Pacey to feel the way that he wants to feel if he's you know doesn't feel happy with the situation then he has every right to not be in the situation right um back to the end of the pep rally here we have uh Jack's dad is there um and uh apparently Jen's grandmother called him um I don't know how she knew Jack was going to be on the team it's kind of strange uh, maybe but maybe they were talking about it in their breakfast stuff maybe um and he realized so Jack's dad realized he was wrong he thought he was doing what was best he thought there were too many differences between them but seeing Jack in a jersey um he saw himself in Jack and this is why I fucking stand Jack immediately I was like he was like it shouldn't take a football jersey for you to see that Fuck Mm -hmm. yes, Jack. You are exactly right. That's exactly what was in my head the minute that his dad said that. It's like, oh, now that he's a football player, you all all of a sudden can respect him. Like, fuck off. Yeah, I felt the same way. Yeah. And his dad wants him to move back home. And Jack says no. Um, And his dad was like, you know, I needed to ask it. I did like this from Jack. He says, ask me again another time. And I like this. He's leaving that door open because he doesn't want to shut his dad out and not have a relationship at all with him. But I like that he's kind of like peeking that door open a little bit. And he's willing to to kind of build that up to where they're ready to live together again. Yeah, I really like that, too. I really liked that, you know, he's not saying like, Never. Yes. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But that now is the right time. Not the right time. He doesn't have that trust with his dad yet. Jack is doing. I feel like Jack is insanely mature this season. Oh, yeah. Jack's great. I'm really liking him, even though I do feel like I feel like of all the characters, because we didn't know Jack as well as the other ones. He doesn't feel as out of character as some of the other characters do Mm -hmm. this season so far. Yeah. I I like how Yeah, I do. I like how Jack is also just like there for the lols. Yes. Like he's just like watching everybody he's else, a good time. and he's like, "That's so funny." Yeah. Um. So 
Pacey finds Andy at their spot. So this mm-hmm. is the same spot where they kissed for the first time and had their like little goodbyes. Um, and he's like, I didn't want to come, but I decided that I owe you that much. And she's like, I already told you how sorry I am. What can else can I say? He's like, there's nothing else to say. Um, but, you know, he's basically saying, I can't forgive you. Um, but it's not whether or not I forgive you, Andy, is what's is not what's going to keep us apart. What you did, our relationship our, was beautiful, was a beautiful thing. I don't think you ever realized how powerful it was. You changed my life, Andy. You were that person for me. You inspired me to be a man that I only dreamed about being. When you first started to get sick, it dawned on me that I might not be I might not be that person for you. I can never go back to loving you the way I did, knowing that my love wasn't strong enough the first time around. Um, I can always forgive you, but I'll never forget. Um, and she's like, I still love you, Pacey. And he un- unholds her hand and is like, Andy, goodbye. And I feel like this is kind of where I got like very annoyed with Pacey because it's it, you don't. Like, who are you to say that, like, she never loved you the way that you loved her? It's like I don't understand it. I don't get how this is where it breaks for him. Like, I don't understand how he puts it on himself that my love wasn't strong enough. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I just don't even understand. Does he mean his love wasn't strong enough to fix her? That she wouldn't cheat. No, that he, like, I, like... You okay? Oh, so, so that okay. he she didn't love him enough to not cheat with somebody cheat. else. Exactly. See, because I guess I because last season a lot of times Pacey talked about how Pacey or Andy always brought him up and made him see the potential in himself, and he felt like he couldn't do he the couldn't same do for that her for her. When, so that's her one sickness. part of it. So that's yeah. one part of it. Like she like last season that tracks she, with last season. Yeah, last season it was saying like you know. I might not be that person for you. And the fact that you cheated proved that I'm not the person for you. Because if you loved me as much as I love you because you changed my life, then you wouldn't have cheated on me. Um, I don't necessarily agree. I think it's kind of silly reasoning. Like, oh, I well, it's it's, it's like it doesn't. I think he's placing blame on himself because he's used to being the screw up. He's used to being like the loser he's like his father makes him feel like shit all the time like everything yeah. his fault so i guess in his mind he has to find a reason why this is his fault and that's what makes sense to him in his brain but i guess i just think it's such a weird i don't know something about the writing this season just feels off like it's this, well, yeah it's off yeah this whole speech just feels somewhat off like some of it tracks with last season and some of it really just doesn't make sense to me yeah, but I don't like that he says I can never go back to loving you the way that I did. That hurt me. I don't like that he says like I'll oh I can forgive you, but, but I'll never, never forget. forget. I thought yeah. that was douchey. I thought that the fact that he is like, well, you obviously didn't love me like I liked you. Like I thought that was bullshit. So like, I thought he was saying of, the opposite. I thought he was saying I can, you loved me, but my love wasn't strong enough. No, he said that. You didn't love me the way that I loved oh, you. Oh, okay. See, this is what I'm saying. The Which fact is that annoying it's even to confusing me. is like to me yeah. signs of bad writing. Yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, you changed my life, and 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my love wasn't strong enough the first time. Around. I don't know. Like it, like just pissed me off. And then I don't, I don't like like whether or not I forgive you is not what's gonna keep us apart. You already did it. Like it is like you know. So you're there's not even a, ch- a talk of a second chance or whatever. And I guess this is once again just like how we are as people. Like I, I you know, like I, I don't know if like that means. I just feel as though a little hard because i think that in a situation like this if you and i were in the same spot right let's say we're both pacey in this instant let's let's pretend we're 16 because oh my god now thank you so much (laughs) i want to be 16 i don't but that's fine um let's pretend we're 16 and this is us right like we're we're both pacey in this situation if it's me and my partner is andy and they cheat on me and they do this do this to me I am, I would say, 10 to 20% likely to forgive them and get back together with them. Like, it is very low. Like, it's not zero, but it's not close to 50% Ever? For so, like, ever get back together? Yeah. It would be a long time before I would be comfortable getting back together and even trying to forgive somebody for that. Whereas I think you would be a much higher I percentage. I would probably give them a second chance. And then if we did break up, then in time, I would probably give them a second chance. Yeah. No. I think it would be a much lower percentage for me. I just think like it would be trust. I think I don't think the trust could be built back up very easily. Um, I, I mean, I'm going to tell you like getting back together after breaking up with somebody there's a lot of damage that's done, and I don't think a 16-year-old can sustain that type of relationship. I think yeah. that it takes, like, two people that actively want to make things work. Yeah. Um, and it sometimes takes, like, as much as, like, a year to get, like, your groove back. Yeah. And I don't know. A lot of people don't have the patience for that, and a lot of people, are, like, don't want to. But yeah. um, I just think that... You know, I don't know. Like, it kind of sat wrong. Like, I just didn't like how he was talking to Andy. Yeah, that's fair. And I get it. Like, he, she cheated. He is upset. Understandably so. Yeah. Um, and this is how he can, like, he doesn't have to forgive her. I understand that. But I, I don't like I don't like it, and I never have, when PC gets on his little, like, stand and, like, talks down to Andy. I just don't mind it here because, like, I kind of understand what he's saying. Like, I think, like, it's it's kind of a fair thing to say, given that she just cheated on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, then we're back at the Leary residence. Joey's hanging out on the dock. Um, so Dawson goes to talk to her. She's like, I don't know. Your house is like magnetic north. I always end up here. Um, and he says, you know, they can't go back. She says he can't go home again. She's realized it for a while. But earlier tonight, she kind of really understood. And he, you know, he apologizes for her having to see him and Eve together. And she's like, don't, you know, don't apologize. I was meant to see that in some weird way. It helped me. Something inside of me clicked. For the first time, I felt how wrong it would be. We really do need to move on and meet new people. Um, You can still love um, a person but stop needing them like you used to. It's weird Mm -hmm. and kind of sad. And so they kind of like ask like, what what are we now? You know, we were friends and we were a couple and we were friends and we were a couple. Like, what are we now? 
And Dawson says, we're Dawson and Joey. And this is when Dawson gives her his necklace. The scene was very strange to me. Shocking, crazy, unbelievable. I can't believe that he gave her the shark tooth I necklace. Know. It Legendary. was crazy. Um, Jess, do you think that every Dawson has a Joey and every no. Joey has a Dawson? No, this is fucking dumb. This is like a soulmate conversation. It's like, do people have fucking friends? Yeah, of course. Like, I just think... No, because some people just know when to move on with their lives and stop going back to the same old relationship that never worked out in the first place. Mm. Um, I don't really understand the point in giving her the shark tooth necklace, though, though. I don't understand why now is the time to give her the necklace. It's a, f- a friendship connection. I don't know. This was mm. shocking to me. I couldn't believe it. That if that was my main takeaway. You're like, oh, my God, thing. not the necklace. Not the necklace. Can't believe it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they are. We have like a potential friendship over here. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. Like a like I don't know. Like I guess she's like you know what? If you're hanging out with that dirt bag, then I don't want to be in a relationship with you anyway. Fair enough. I don't want to catch whatever <laughs> she has. So. Yeah. I don't know. What did you uh? What did you think of this episode overall? I mean, like, it was, like, a complete mess. Like, I like I said, like, I wanted Andy back, but, like, at what cost? Like, this is not kind of what I wanted. Um, it's, like, I would not have predicted this. Um, and I think that, I don't know, like, you know, is it over between Andy and Pacey? And if so, then, like, I, I don't understand, like, why why like I don't understand like why we had to go through this like why we had to have this breakup Mm -hmm. um what does this mean for all these characters going forward what does it mean for Andy going forward there's a lot of questions um because we don't really know Andy without Pacey like it right you know they kind of got together as soon as she was on the show so I mean I and I don't know I guess because they don't want like long-term relationships on a teen show of course but it's just disheartening to think that like they sacrificed it um their relationship I just don't understand why yeah I mean I think that I mean this isn't my least favorite episode ever because that Halloween one exists um but (laughs) it's certainly very very low on my list of episodes I mean it just yeah it feels very tropey very generic teen drama yeah um it feels a lot of the characters in my opinion are acting very differently than how we'd expect them to act and not in a way that is like fun and surprising it's in a way that's like this is hard to believe um I don't like what they did to Andy um I don't like that I don't I'm not enjoying Andy because I really love Andy as a character and yes of course like I can forgive her and for making mistakes because she's fucking 16 and everybody makes mistakes even when they're not 16 and even when they're not going through a super traumatic very difficult battle with mental mental health struggles right Mm -hmm. um but at the same time I just I don't really like what it's doing to most of our characters so with the exception of like Jack um, I'm not really enjoying what this season is doing to our characters. Well, Jen's, Jen's tolerable. Jen's fine. It's, it's not that. It's just more of like, all right, what are we doing here? Like, why is Jen a cheerleader? Where, where are we going with this? It's 
funny. We're it's like in, the juxtaposition of her being we're a cheerleader. We're only in episode two, but yeah. Um, what do we I think? Mean, uh, season three, episode three, none of the above. What's gonna happen? Um, I think that we're going to have like Eve keep being a creep. Um, I think that. There's going to be um, a continued interest between Henry and Jen. Okay. Um, so I think that's going on. Probably the fallout of the Andy PC breakup. Um, I don't know. I will okay. tell you what I think when I watch it. When I get off of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Shall we get into the feedback? We shall. So um, my first email, hearing back from Stefan again, by the way. Um, love it. I think this might be controversial, but I love Jack joining the football team. Okay. These days it feels like a stereotype to go against a stereotype, but for the 90s, this feels like somewhat of a big move. The fact that Jack doesn't just turn into a caricature as soon as he comes out of the closet is great because in the 90s it seems to be full of caricatures. He can still be Jack at the end of the day. I completely agree with that. Yeah, I like this too. I think that I think I was just saying like the only character that I'm like not feeling disappointed in really is Jack. I kind of like that he's on the football team. I like that he has a new interest. Like I would have liked seeing him pursue, excuse me, pursue art but I also think it's fun that he can play sports and it's like not a huge huge thing yes also one other comment unrelated um but Stefan also said enjoy Greek because it's an underrated gem I'm already midway through season two of Greek I'm very much enjoying it um Rusty is my fave I don't care if you love Casey Sarah because well actually Ashley is my true fave um but Rusty is my second fave Love Ashley. Um, let's hear from Linda. Linda, hey Sarah and Jess, homecoming more like heartbreaking. Sarah, how are you holding up? I'm fine. I'm not like upset. I just like I don't know. Um, the two things that you said didn't want happened happened when you said you were going to be upset if Pacey ever broke up with Andy or if they break up had to do with her going to get help. I was like, poor Sarah. She has no idea the heartache that's coming her way. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't warn you, but I guess you got the answer to your question now that um, the big breakup was happening. The the life of a pandy shipper isn't an easy one. Uh, OK, I'll just get right into the rage of inducing heartbreak of Homecoming. This episode is one of the reasons my rewatches always stop after season two. It was even more painful the second time around. First thing is they keep adolescent male and female patients separate in psychiatric treatment centers. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, I don't think that makes sense, though. Yeah, trying not to go into rage mode, but how they break up makes no sense. But it's infuriating just to do, you just got to do a little research. In order to keep the focus on the individual child, they separate the opposite sex. They don't get distracted by relationships and can focus fully, solely on recovery. So Andy never would have slept with Mark, which is um, a big problem with the storyline. That is a very Mm -hmm. interesting point. It makes complete sense Mm -hmm. because the focus isn't on romantic relationships. The focus 
focuses on getting your mental health better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, next, even if Andy did, it was during her breakdown. She even tried describing to Pacey how terrified she felt like she'll never get better. I was afraid of everything. I was scared that they're never going to let me out or what was ever and broken me would never be fixed. Andy wasn't herself and she was scared that she'll never be whole again. It's not uncommon for people, especially during a mental health crisis, to use sex as an unhealthy coping mechanism. I don't think it was right to punish Andy for what happened while she was at the treatment center. I feel you, girl. Like, I, I, like, I'm I'm just I understand why like cheating is bad black and but it's very black and white thinking Jessica there's a lot of gray in this universe I am saying that like it is to me it's not right to tell Pacey whether or not that he's allowed to like if he should or shouldn't forgive someone for cheating on him I think that like it's tough to call I think he just like Andy is right to have her emotions I think Pacey is allowed to have his own emotions and feelings and thoughts on the matter as well yeah it's a little bit more it's easy to forgive than someone who just goes out and randomly cheats because they feel like it like obviously it's a little bit easier to forgive than something like that but I still think that like it's still cheating it's still sleeping with somebody else and not only that I think like you said it's much worse because it's an emotional um cheating as Mm -hmm. well right but uh, you know Linda's thoughts throughout this um is that you really have to take the mental illness into factor here and that she was in a like panic state when she came into the facility she wasn't herself so she felt as though Pacey was punishing Andy in this moment and she really didn't like that of Andy um so also it just like makes my she says it makes my blood boil when Pacey tells her she never realized how beautiful their relationship was and pulling up Pacey pulling the hand away these were the same things that like made me mad to be honest with you yeah I think that we tend to be a little bit opposite in this regard like I think that like if I'm Pacey I don't want someone holding my hand when I'm angry with them right like I don't and I also think like shoddy writing in this scene that I really didn't even understand what Pacey was saying and I watched this Mm -hmm. episode twice like I still don't quite quite understand what they were intending for him to say um but I do I do agree like if he's saying that she didn't doesn't love him enough or didn't treasure their relationship yeah that's kind of a shitty thing to say yeah um I I I I hear you um and then and then actually Linda also feels like this is a way to villainize a character in order to push a JC relationship, which I think is very interesting because um, like a lot of people within the fandom, I guess, call Andy like the bitch who broke Pacey's heart. And um, and and they use that as to why, like, I don't know, Pandy is not as good as JC. I can't have an opinion on this yet. No, I don't. I mean, totally could be possible. Um, I, I mean, I totally could see that being a thing, right? Like they laid some groundwork for JC very, very early in the show. In the snails, yeah, it's all comes from the snails. And I think here's the thing: I think a simple mistake does not make someone a villain. Like I'm certainly not calling Andy a villain. I think she made a mistake, and it's it's Pacey's decision whether or not to hold her accountable for that mistake. Um, but of course, like Andy is still amazing. Like that doesn't. Mm-hmm. 
def- it doesn't like wipe away everything from last season. Are you um, still in the Andy McPhee fan club? Of course. Oh my god, forever and always. It's a lifetime. Okay, membership. I mean, I that's what I that's what Linda and I want to know. Yeah, it's a lifetime because membership. because we have to love our girl in spite of all of her yeah. faults. That's what Linda said. I agree with you, Linda. Okay, well, I mean, it sounds a little debatable, but I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, thank you, Linda. We I really appreciate you, it. I know that this is, like, hard for us in the uh, Andy McPhee fan club to deal with all of this. And it, it, it is very, very sad. But we got we got to be strong. I'm mm-hmm. sure she comes back around. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll um, see. Stop it. Stop it. Um, I have an email from Kimmy. Yay! I love hearing from Kim. I love when we get like repeat people sending in emails and giving their thoughts. Does Kimmy have like? Didn't she give us like questions and like she, this or that and stuff? Well, okay, like Kimmy's definitely like has some Virgo in her chart because she comes with like bullet points and like oh, things are like one A, three B, like very impressive. So thank you for the organization. It's Truly spectacular. Hi, Jess and Sarah. Truly appreciated last week's season three opener. My friend is getting married this week, and I might be equally excited to go to the wedding as I am to hear your episode two analysis. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> so much pressure. Um, here's I hope a quick we didn't disappoint. Feedback. Um, with the return of Mr. McAwful McPhee, I would love... <laughs> to know your current rankings on which creek creeps have the shittiest biological <gasps> parent situation amazing shittiest being defined as why in the world did these people have children please rank from best biological parents to shittiest i mean dogs okay. have to be number one let's see let's i need to like lay out the land here. okay so he all lay i'll list the characters we have we have dawson pacey joey jen and the mcphees so Dawson's okay. numero uh, uno very easily. He has the best parents. Best parents. Yeah, Dawson. And that that's saying a lot because Mitch and Gail are like. Kind of a hot mess. Yeah. And then and I think number two is. Wait, are we pro- counting Graham's as a parent or Jen's parents' parents? Um, I think we're counting Jen's parents as parents. Oh, no. They're her biological parents. Uh, okay. Then I think it's. Fine then. Then I think it's Miss has to be Mr. McPhee and and Andrea McPhee because yeah. because at least like he kind of cares for his kids a little bit. Yeah, but I also feel like Joey's parents like one of oh I forgot about okay then okay then let's put Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter second. Mr. Mr. Potter. Pot dot dot er second. Yeah. And, and then the McFead mom. And then, and then Jen's parents because they completely gave up on her. No, you're forgetting. You're for I you're forgetting Mr. Witter. Oh, then he's second to last. You think that Mr. Witter? Mom, uh, no, I think he's last because he is like emotionally abusive. And, and at least physically abusive and physically abusive. Okay, so, so I my, think. Okay, yeah. so. Mitch and Gale, number one, Mr. Potter and Dead Bomb, number two, Mr. Oh McPhee and Andrea McPhee, number three. Yes. Mr. Witter no, is he's last. last. And then yeah. 
next to last is Jen's parents. Jen's parents. Because we don't even know their names. We don't, we don't even know them. Yeah, that's it. That's the ranking. Great question, yeah. Kimmy. Uh, number two, Dawson burn of the week. I generally lulled when Jen said to Dawson, you know what I'm saying after the ice cream metaphor. No, under no circumstances does he know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but he does not. That is true. I love it. Yeah. Who Amazing. is the bigger creep? E- Eve wandering the halls of Cape Side, pulling teenage boys into closets, <laughs> sneaking around backstage during pep rallies and walking around with no shirt on. Ma'am, this is a school. Get it together. As an educator myself, I seriously am concerned about the Cape Side High security. Oh, my God. Great. OK, so Kimmy's in the educational system so we can direct all of our educational based questions to her. Perfect. It's good to know. Uh, yeah, like I noticed that too. Like even after the pep rally was over, she was still walking yes. around in her bra. Bitch, leave. You don't go to school <laughs> here. You're like or, pretty much a predator at this point. Like, or, yeah. You or, need to be on some type of registry. <laughs> no. God. Or be old man from pharmacy who puts his arm around Dawson, a total <laughs> teenage stranger, and says, the, and I quote, uh, and for those who of us who need who need magnum yeah what a creepo uh what the literal fuck sir he does not know you this is disturbing step away from the teenager i think eve is creepier but they're both very creepy yeah i mean eve is definitely creepy yeah creepier i think so yeah and then number four on a serious note what do you think Meredith Monroe did in real life to the writers for them to do Andy <laughs> like this? I mean, as if Pippi Longstockings, four centimeter. Oh, a Canadian? Um, excuse? <laughs> what? Uh, four, she says four centimeters instead of inches. Oh, inches. Okay. Yeah. Um, she, well, she could just be not in the U.S. Okay. Um, four centimeter pigtails with a do-it-yourself bangs and being dressed like a Gap Kids reject <laughs> were not enough. On her first episode back, she inexplicably cheats on Pacey for seemingly the dumbest reason and then savagely tells him that she broke his car and not his heart. Wait, we when will, did that happen? We will never be as savage as Kimmy calling Andy a Gap Kids reject. I aspire to be as savage. I aspire to be a savage. Oh, my God. We need to hire Kimmy to write some lines for us to say on the podcast because I'm sweating from laughing so hard. Oh, my God. Um, um, yeah, no. What, what she they did tell to her him that I, you, you, she broke his car and not his heart. It was the cop car. She told him that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. It's character assassination. It's the biggest character death since Abby. I hope you're okay because this is bullshit. I mean, like, I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. I it just, is, like, it is frustrating, though. And, like, yeah. yeah, they did Andy dirty. They did Meredith Monroe dirty. I hope that she didn't get that haircut and, like, someone, I don't know. Like, that is a poor choice of a haircut if she chose Who it. Who did that to her? Why? I know. They're like, oh, my God, she's starting to look too old. Let's make her look like she's 10 instead to age her down. It's, it's really, it's really ridiculous. It's really awful. Anyway, thanks for being the best. You two are awesome, even though Sarah ranks Shadow last in the Homeward Bound animal ranking. <laughs> Thank you, Kimmy. Thank so, you. So, yeah, we ranked the Homeward Bound animals in the Mrs. Doubtfire I was going to say, when did podcast. we talk about that? Yeah. In the Mrs. Doubtfire podcast. Yeah. Because I said Sassy the Cat was number one. How dare you? 
I still think Sassy the Cat's number one. And now, and now, people, if you are not excited enough, we have our first voicemail. Very excited. um, Well, technically our second because we've gotten one from Sarah before. Oh, uh, yeah, with me saying Dawson's Creek one, and it's our first one on the on the on the webpage. Yes. So. That's exciting. Oh, oh, I thought you meant me. Like me testing out the the website. I gotcha. I gotcha. And that was. That was for like one of the baseball ones. Yeah. So anyway, but this is our first one on shit90spod.com. So if you would like to leave us a voicemail, please go there and do it because we get very excited about it. Um, Are we ready to hear from Dirtbag Kelly? Yes. Okay. Hey, guys. Let's talk about it. Andy cheating on Pacey. As soon as we seen her on that stupid bed with Mark, we knew. We knew what the writers were going to do to that queen. Didn't we? Didn't we? I hope you're ready for this ride, Sarah, because I feel like it's only going to get worse. Because, like, I don't remember. I'm like Jess, I feel like. I remember things about Dawson's Creek. I knew Andy was going to cheat on Pacey, but I don't really remember what happened this season. Uh, we got Jessica Wakefield back in the house. That's all I ever see when I see Brittany Daniels on screen. Um, we got, I think it's Michael Pitt showing up this season as Henry, which will be a nice addition, I feel like, because, like, Henry's pretty good, I think. Uh, we got Mitch giving a good speech. Maybe, maybe Henry's with, uh, Jack. Maybe Henry's with Jen. I don't know. Let's see what's going to go on there. And then, uh, yeah. Eve with a nice call of see looking in Doss's eyes and seeing he's an old soul. I feel like that was a pretty good read. That was a pretty good read by Eve since she is a pretty terrible character. Let's give her some credit when she does <laughs> do something good. And uh, yeah, another wild episode of like Dawson's Creek being wild and crazy. I guess we're in for seven more episodes like this. And uh, yeah, good work as always, ladies. And I had gushers and... Um, kool-aid burst in my finals with gushers winning i had all your buys like losing by the way as well not the not the gushers and the kool-aid burst sir a drink Uh, to the end i know the The audacity of dirtbag kelly to say that thank you so much dirtbag kelly we appreciate your voicemail i love him being like well we gotta give eve some credit because she sucks yeah you know what (laughs) somebody told me that they're um one of she's one of the sweet valley high twins what the hell and what I, is that what are you talking about what sweet valley high it was Am like I a book series and tv show and there's about two twin blonde girls in high school and if you didn't want to be a sweet valley high twin then you're definitely a big l what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what's happening it's a Sweet Valley High twin. All right, I believe you. I just have not heard She's of this. She's one of the Sweet Valley High twins. She's I'm a twin. Googling this. So if you didn't know, like, oh yeah, that is her. Yeah. So not only is there one Eve, but there's actually two. Oh, that's terrifying. To make your nightmares nightmares worse. Yeah. Um, I think that's all the feedback we have today. Are we ready to get into the fashion of the hour? Yes, absolutely. Tis the fashion hour. 
Um, starting off with the Rachel Green Award, as always, um, we are going to go for the most 90s outfit. We're starting off with, uh, as Kimmy likes to say, the Gap Kid reject Andy um, in her uh, leaving the um, the facility outfit. She is wearing overalls. Uh, she's wearing like what looked to be like red Converse sneakers. She has on a orange striped uh, short sleeve shirt. It has some like blue and red and white in there. And then she has her hair in the eensiest weensiest braids you've ever seen with these terrible looks like she cut them herself bangs and a giant green plastic watch also it's atrocious it's literally it she looks like a chucky doll actually it looks horrible and there there's mark with his smug stupid fucking face <laughs> um no the, this is i mean this the shirt's actually kind of nice like the coloring the salmon coloring but why do we have to keep putting andy in freaking overalls like she's a seven-year-old i don't understand she's a grown-ass adult i don't get it um no i mean it's good i it's 90s i think she's yeah she's wearing converse it's 90s but it's like i don't know why they want to like meredith monroe's um wardrobe was so much better last season yeah no you're right um, moving on to Jen's pep rally attire. She has on her ripped fishnets, combat boots, um, her uh, red or excuse me, red, blue and yellow cheerleading outfit with, of course, the bedazzled gold pom poms. She has blue eyeshadow on and her hair is Corinth, girl. Yes. Um, I think that this is so funny to have the. Like I said, the juxtaposition of like her just being like rock and roll um, with the cheerleading outfit. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Um, I guess it's like grungy cheerleader. I think this is yeah. would make like a great Halloween costume. It's just very funny. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, last up for Rachel Green Award. I had to do it. I couldn't not. We have Andy's other outfit. <laughs> Another blue butterfly t-shirt um, and I feel like is it the same shirt? Was she the one who wore this last time or was it Joey? She, somebody else wore this shirt. I feel like it was either Joey or Devin wore this uh, shirt. I think it was Joey. Um, and then we have like a mini skirt. It's kind of like blue, almost like a like hexagonal pattern. Um, she has her hair up in these terrible. Who told her pigtails was a good idea? Now she has them up in the air. Um, and then she's also wearing like a super chunky platform sandal with like a white strap. Why is she wearing pigtails? She's a grown ass fucking adult. She's had sex with two different people. And I don't know why she's dressed like a kitty bopper. It's it looks fucking terrible. ridiculous. All right. So who are you giving the point to? Oh, Jen. Yeah. Kind of figured. But I had to do it because those other ones were so 90s. It was like you have to put them in. They are very 90s. It's just <sighs> ridiculous. Atrocious. I do like those chunky little The sandals are cute. 
Yeah. Um. Next up, Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness for the most timeless outfit. We have um. We're in a ton to choose from this episode, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um. But I went with Jen's outfit when she finds out Dawson bought condoms. She's wearing like a little bit of like a mid to dark wash denim jean. She has on an interesting top, and I feel like I used to own tops like these. So it's like a red short sleeve shirt. It's kind of like a V neck because it has like a cutout in the center. Um, and it has like these little metal circles uh, in like a pattern around the V-neck. Her hair looks fucked up. Her hair looks different in the same scene that she's in. In one scene, it looks dry and pretty voluminous. In the other scene, it looks pretty fucking crispy like they put some gel in it. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, what kind of shoelaces are that thick that you would want to put in those little shoelace holes? <laughs> Hair looks disgusting. Greasy as fuck. Like, yeah, ridiculous. No one was looking good this episode. No. Giant red watch. Why? Yeah. Horrible. Mind, mind your own business. Look at somebody else's condoms. There you go. Uh, next up, we have Dawson. This is the scene where he gets caught about to do it with Eve. He's wearing uh, denim jeans, what look to be like kind of like a work boot. Um, and then he has not even a white T-shirt underneath. He's just wearing a standard short sleeve blue button down. Um, and of course, the shark tooth necklace. How could we forget? Uh, the shark tooth necklace is the winner this episode. Not even the... <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, the outfit's fine. Like, aren't you worried about nipple chafing, Dawson? That's what I thought, too. I was like, why isn't he wearing a white T-shirt underneath? Probably because it was, like, more that they were going to have to take off in order for him it's to be so shirtless. It's so long, too, this shirt. And his jeans are baggy. He's a loser, too. Okay. And then last up, we have Joey in her pep rally attire. Um, She's wearing, it was kind of hard to tell. I believe they were like a gray denim or like a light black denim. Um, She has on a yellow tank top that's kind of like a crop top. And her hair is kind of pulled back in what looks to be like it's French braided. But instead of like a pigtail, it kind of is like tucked up underneath almost. Um, What do you think of Joey's outfit here? I like it. I think the yellow is cute. I mean, this I like is yellow not, on her. I think this it's is nice. not a phenomenal outfit, but like no. we're like literally picking up scraps today. Like we're, you know, <laughs> a hungry dog in a park. I don't know. Like this, we're we're like picking from like empty buckets. Yeah. Jessica, I'm sorry. I don't know. What do you like? Give it to none of them. I don't even know what to say. Well, give it to one of them. I think Joey probably is the Joey. best. Yeah, Sorry. no, Joey. It's fine. Well, congratulations to Joey and Jen, even though we're not very happy about it. How's that? So what did they get? Like a new wardrobe department? Too? Uh, they had to because it wasn't going well for them this episode. No, like this like last episode fucking like. Joey was wearing like a utility skirt that she could put like all of her tools, tools. in. That yeah, she it got was not a work. Look. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not looking great. The best outfit was Jack's outfit, and he didn't even get to win last week. No, it's unfortunate, but that's what it is. It is what it is. Hopefully, we get better fashion next episode on yeah. none of the above. Um, but that was that was our episode. It was a fucking hot mess, but I still enjoyed talking about it. Um, if yeah. you would like your feedback read on the podcast, please send it in shitnightspod at gmail.com or go on our website, shitnightspod.com or um, Twitter and Instagram at shitnightspod. Thank you. A lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming up, we have um, we came out with Mrs. Doubtfire for Robin Williams Appreciation Month with yes. 
Grace and Hudson for the Hold Up Pod. Um, Hold Up Podcast. Check that out. Next week, we will be having um, Naomi Calhoun on for Jumanji. Yes. So all of that excitement. And then we'll like start teasing what's going on for October. I mean, the tease yep. is that it's Halloween. There you it's go. Spookiest, the spookiest month. Halloween content coming your way very spooky, soon. Spooky spooks. Yes, um, before I you know it. when people say spooky season. It really irks me. I'm sorry. I'll try not to. I don't think I say it. Do I say it? I no, you so. didn't say it. You oh, didn't okay, say good. it. I'm just saying. It's like I could have said it. Um, But yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have. Keep listening for Dawson's Creek, Boy Meets World, all of those shenanigans. As always, I am also over on Community Building at Post Show Recaps with Josh Wiggler, where we talk about the show Community. And we're in season two, so you should definitely go listen because it is the best season of Community. It is. Um, Anything else? I think that's everything we have today. No, that's it. That's okay. it. I had a well, great time. This was fun. I had, no, I had a good time. I had. A I don't like the episode, but I had fun, and I can't wait to watch the next episode, most likely tonight or tomorrow morning, because I don't have any self-control, people. Um, yeah, if you do want to see the fun 90s like swag I got, go look at, at the Just Sterling, I'm pretty sure. And I think you retweeted it on the Shit 90s pod account. So Yeah, we retweeted go it. Go check out the Twitter, and you'll see it. Um, I'm going to go let my dog out, because he's now licking me. Thank you, Winston. Thank you, everybody. We will talk to you all next week. Have a good one. Bye. Just Shit 90 shows taught me. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.